0: And...
1: Um, having our leaders share with you guys some of their stories about how they came to faith in Christ and how they chose not to waste their life. And so my hope is that as you hear these stories you'd be encouraged if you're a believer to keep pressing on and if you're not a believer in Christ you're not a follower of Christ that you would be convicted you'd want to come into a relationship with Christ yourself. And so uh, the first question that we've been asking each person we're kind of just passing the mic down uh, with a sort of a semi-talk show format except I don't really talk back I just kind of ask a question and they just they just talk. So, uh, But the first question we've been asking is, uh, make sure this mic is working here for you, is in what ways were you tempted to waste your life before you knew Christ? So Ryan's going to go first. Alright, I don't know if y'all know me, I'm Ryan
0: Johnson. I've been an intern for here for like about a year, a little more than that, I don't know. But... Uh I'll give you a little background about myself. Uh like I grew up in a Christian family. I like I accepted Christ uh when I was eight about eight years old. Uh my dad, he's a football coach, so we moved we moved like a whole lot, uh probably like either four or five times during my life. Uh so it was always tough our in school or you know, meeting new people. It was always tough for me. Uh I was always I was really shy during school, like extremely shy. But and uh the funny thing about it is like it took me a while, like back then I couldn't have told you what my uh or during school I couldn't have told you what my what my testimony is kind of, it's kind of really during college is when I like realized like what it really was and it is that uh like Fear that it dominated my life. Uh, and uh, just pretty much all the time, I was I was worried about people, what they thought about me. I mean, just all the time. I left another song by Linkin Park, it's called Crawling. Have you heard of that song? Maybe, maybe not. But it's just like fear, just like eating you up inside, just consuming you. And that's what I was going through just. Through through my school years and I, I'll still go, uh, go you know deal with it today but just it's not as bad. Uh, I, why I was uh, why I had so much fear and I was worrying all the time is one one reason I was afraid of rejection from people. I wanted to be accepted by all people. Uh, I was a uh, a people pleaser and I had to be you know I wanted. Approval every every day, constantly seeking people's approval as far as am I good enough. I mean, I just had those feelings like I wasn't good enough and, you know, I was a nobody or just stuff like that. Uh, But the thing is, uh, you know, if you're trying to be good enough for people, you're never going to be. I mean, there's always going to be some haters out there on you and you're not going to, you can't, uh, you can't appease everybody. But so I just I never thought I was I was enough. And like I said, I thought I was I thought I was worthless pretty much. And like there's certain situations in my life are just like all the time that went around all the time where me just living in fear as far as like in school, I don't know, every day I don't know, I just wasn't comfortable in my own skin. Just I mean, I don't know if y'all, when you go into school, or just, I don't know, I didn't like to stand out. Or just when I was in school, every every morning, just going in, I was just, I was afraid. I was afraid I'd do something wrong to, you know, someone might think something bad of me, which is stupid. But, uh, and me just having this insecurity in myself, and it, I thought, you know, and it's not that bad, but... It really is. I mean, it leads to so many other stuff, just so many other stuff that'll just eat you alive and just keep you still and just stagnant where you can't, you can't live for God if you're doing this. I mean, I mean, I was very judgmental of people and like always thinking, oh, they think, they think they're better than me. And they might not even be thinking that, but I thought that. And that was because of the insecurity of in myself. And then also like lots of jealousy. Which is, which is pretty bad, just uh, just of other people, me, putting my, lowering myself down, just, and just being jealous of seeing all these other good qualities in other people and thinking, oh, well, God, why don't I have those? Uh, and then something else that is very big. I always had a lot of doubts, like in my faith, just a whole lot. And they really ate me up. I mean, most of, most of my uh, problems, the struggles... They they were internal. Like, people couldn't see them. But, you know, they were eating me up inside. And, I mean, the doubts I had were just about if God is... If there is a God, if God is truly who He is. And me, thinking, like, looking back when I would say, like, did I really know... Did I really know what I was, you know... Did I really accept Jesus? I mean, I was a kid. Uh, just stuff like that. But... Uh, I mean that's that's about where I was. Uh just me just feeling like I didn't belong and that was definitely wasting my life. I mean, you cannot if you live like that the rest of your life you're not you're not living. I mean I don't know if you all know a song, it's by flyley i called Fully Alive. That's I that was not I mean, you're not living if you're living in fear, you're not you're not going anywhere pretty much. Uh, so that's where I'd start out.
2: I'm Heather, and, um, I was born into a Christian family as well. I got saved when I was seven, and after my eighth birthday, we moved to Houston, so my dad could be a pastor at this church in Tomball, and, uh, sorry. So, uh, I was a preacher's kid, all growing up, still am, and, uh, like right when we moved to Houston, I got into gymnastics and I did a school there, uh, a charter school. I was there for four hours, and then I did gymnastics for some of the day, and that was my life. That and church. Uh, and then seventh grade, I got out of that. I quit because I wanted to get involved in my youth group. I wasn't able to do any activities uh, with the youth, with the teenagers and stuff like that, and I wanted to do that and get get more involved. So. After I quit, I got myself involved in everything imaginable. Children's ministry, I got involved in like drama ministry, praise band, everything that there was to do, I did. And it kind of stressed me out because I, I was kind of like Brian. I wanted to please everyone. So anytime somebody would ask me a question, I would, you know, do it. I would do that for them. So I wanted them, you know, to be happy with me, to be pleased with me. And uh, I would always worry about if this person was mad at me, I'd always be in my room crying because, oh, this person got mad at me because I sat with this person and not with them. So I was constantly worrying. And that just became like an idol of mine. I was always worrying, still worried to this day. But it's something I've been working on. But anyway, that was kind of my wasted life. I was constantly worrying. And when I would... Uh, I just didn't have any relationship with God. Like, I would be involved with everything, and I loved everything I did, but I just didn't have that own personal relationship with Him because I was so busy, and I just didn't have any time for Him. So that's kind of my thing. Like, just throughout high school, I did that, like, until my junior year. was when I kind of, like, realized, and when I kind of, you know, hey, I need a relationship with God, but, yeah, I'll talk more about that later.
3: I'm JK, if you guys didn't know. Uh, I remember growing up and going to church. I mean, I didn't really grow up in the church. Uh, My dad was in the military, so we moved around a little bit. Uh, I mean, never really settled down until we got here. Uh, And then in seventh grade, I started coming to TBC, and everything was fine. And if you guys know me, I'm very monotonous, like... I have a set way to do everything. So whenever we graduate, okay, first I accepted Christ when I was 8, and then I was baptized the summer after my 7th grade year. And everything was going cool. And then whenever we graduated to high school from 8th grade, like here at TBC, it was not comfortable to me, so I just stopped coming. Uh, And then because I stopped coming, I just fell away in my faith. Uh, ninth grade Like my family started breaking up I didn't really think it was that big of a deal Um uh, And then I also like Started looking at pornography And was definitely tempted And Then I didn't think it was that big of a deal I mean I thought it was just natural Cause all my friends Were talking about Yeah I mean I do it too It's not a big deal But uh it is a huge deal. Uh, from 9th to 11th grade, I came to church maybe twice a year, if that. And I, was, I would always make up excuses, like I was really involved with soccer or something, but really I just didn't want to come to church. Uh, but one of the times I came, Dave was talking about this pastor who uh, became really involved in looking at this material. And he lost everything. He lost his family and everything. And that was 11th grade. And uh, I did not want that at all. So I just started praying about it. Uh, And while my family was breaking up, uh, school, I was still the same person. Although I started cussing and stuff going through high school. uh, I mean, I was still a nice guy. So I always made good grades and stuff. But at home, I was a completely different person. Uh, The opposite of nice is what I was. Like, I would just be mad at my parents and my sister for nothing. And there was no good reason. And I'm still trying to, like, rebuild those relationships, I guess. Uh, But I definitely thought I could handle myself through high school. And then... At the end of my junior year, I started coming back to church. uh, And, I mean, I was really convicted, and my parents had caught me. And, like, I I was just tired of trying to hide everything. And I started coming back to church, and I realized that I couldn't handle everything on myself, or everything by myself. So I just started really depending on
1: God next question kind of ties into how you came to faith or came back to Christ Um, what circumstances led you to know uh, to follow Christ and desire more than just a wasted life
0: yeah like where I was uh, I told you how I was how I was pretty much all the time and like when you are living in fear and worried about everything and insecure in yourself uh, like you'll be like once you got upset or like felt like you know you were nothing and you got depressed and everything and you'd be I'd be really really bitter just about it and I mean that's just not the way to go uh, so I mean really the time it was more when I kind of I came to a realization it was really just during college uh, I don't really remember a certain point but like I said I had a lot of doubts about God and uh, just uh, thinking, you know, I don't know if you all have heard this, but as far as about Jesus, you know, he was either a liar, I mean, just this freak, you know, freak of nature, or, you know, if he was who he said he was, you know, the Son of God, then which I believe with all my heart. And that demands all of you. I mean, every every bit of your life to Him. And I kind of realized that. And I was just kind of tired of feeling, just being alone by myself. And I was tired of living in fear. It's just a horrible feeling. You just, uh, uh, And then just even a deeper, uh, I don't know, I guess the root of the problem was you know, I was looking for love. That's what I mean. That's what I was looking for. When you know, all this approval from different people. I mean, I was I was looking for love, and in Jesus, I mean, His perfect love. I mean, God sending His Son to die for us. You know, while we're still sinners. I mean, that's that's perfect love, and perfect love ex- extinguishes, expels all evil. And that's only, that's only God's love that can do that. Uh, so, I kind of saw the big picture as far as there's something uh, oh, I've been reading lately, and it's about the disciples, the cost to fall in Christ. And you know, when the fisherman, you know, when he goes to, he's recruiting his disciples, kind of, and he sees a fisherman and he says, you know, Go and I will make you fishers of men, and they they just stop right there. You, they that's their job. They're fishermen. But God says, stop what you're doing right now, and follow me, and put it. You know, it's the same thing with. Uh, I mean, God's just asking for whatever's wrong, whatever problems or the struggles. Just forget about them. I'm I can I can take it. You know, he's. If you're weary, if you're feeling insecure, know that. And I kind of I realized that, you know, of course, you know, we're made in God's image And we're, everybody's unique And everybody is, we're made complete And, you know, God doesn't make mistakes uh, So I kind of realized that And as far as my identity has to, be, has to be in Christ And, you know, he's, he's become my everything I mean, whatever I'm dealing with, you know, I can go to Him I mean, for anything. And as far as like my my confidence, it can't be myself. I'm going to fall on my face over and over and over. But the thing is, if I go to God uh, just for everything, then I know He's going to be by my side. Uh, and just something else that I'll throw in there is, you know, just about I know, the book Ecclesiastes. I really like that book. Uh, just about everything is meaningless, as far as just everything, all this stuff that we worry about. It doesn't matter. I mean, only one thing, and that's you know, establishing God's kingdom on earth. That's the only thing, the only thing that matters, and just our relationship with Him and the relationships we we build, and that's what kind of and what got me there as far as with my doubts. I kind of, I, you know, I had friends to go, to come to, and just to, just different people, but you can't, you can't keep all these stuff that, because we all struggle with stuff internally, but if you try to deal with it on your own, you're just going to stay there, and you're not going to, you're not going to get out of it. I mean, you can try on your own power, but it's only through God's power, and you need people, you need friends, and uh, just brothers and sisters in Christ to get us, get us through this life. I mean, God didn't put us here just to go about it, you know, by ourselves because it's not going to happen. I mean, God put people there for us uh, that we can come to, so.
2: It wasn't until my junior year that I realized that no matter how many things I get involved in, none of that will really matter if I don't have my own personal relationship with God. Um, My junior year, I started getting all these really bad migraines, and they would last, like, three weeks with no, like, stop or no less pain. It was just constant, and I was really lonely. I couldn't go to school for three weeks, and no doctor would, like, believe me. They all thought I was just making it up so I would get out of school. But, I mean, I had black circles under my eyes. You could see the pain, and me and my parents were both mad at the doctors and so they finally like gave me an MRI and they told me that well now we know we're not joking because there was like these little white spots that were on my uh, head and he said that because I don't know how he explained it but like something with like the pounding uh, like left these like little bruises or whatever on my head so I don't know they they could never get rid of it they would send me to the hospital and the medical center in Houston all the time to get IV stuck in me and it would ease the pain for like a day or two but then it'd be right back to you know the pain so that was a real stressful time for me because I was way behind in school and uh I just I couldn't handle anything I had to be in a room all by myself like really dark and quiet because I couldn't handle light or sound so that was just a really lonely time for me and I was just getting really angry because no doctor could figure out what was going on and then one day on my way back home it was just me and my mom and uh We were coming back from the doctor, and I heard this song. It was, like, the first time I had come on the radio. I don't know if any of y'all have heard the song, Rescue. But, I don't know, that song just kind of, like, hit me. Like, I just know that God was the only source that could, he was the only person who could heal me, nobody else. So, I don't know, that was when I realized that all the worrying, all of this stuff, like, I just needed a relationship with him I needed to rely on only him. Because for the longest time, I just pushed him aside. Like, I would make him my last resort, and I needed him to do my first. So there was that, and then, uh, like, it was a month or two later that all of a sudden my migraines just stopped. Nobody knew what the cause was. Like, nobody knew, so that was kind of weird. But So I just continued to live my life. I tried my hardest to stay focused on God, and I mean, of course, it wasn't perfect, but uh, anyway, so I graduated, and then I moved here to MHB, and I fell in love with it, but I was constantly going back home to help my dad with their church, and then it was February of my freshman year, my dad uh, had us all sit down, and he told us that... uh, these four deacons at our church decided to make up this really ridiculous lie about my dad, and then they, like, spread around the whole church, and they made my dad leave and quit and stuff like that. And uh, that was a really, really hard time, and it's still a really hard time for my family. But, uh, I don't know, just going through that constantly has been really hard. There's several times I've had to, like, keep my mom from running out, and, I don't know, that was really hard, but... Anyway, uh, something my dad told me a couple weeks ago, because I was getting really depressed about everything going on. I said, that was a year and a half ago that that happened. And things just keep happening. Like, I'll go to Walmart in Tomball, and I'll see somebody from my old church, and they'll look at me like I'm a piece of dirt. Like, a rumor went around that I was even pregnant, so, I mean, that was ridiculous. But anyway... uh, my dad told me the story about Joseph again to remind me that, I mean, his own family turned on him and pushed him away and, like, sold him to be a slave. And, like, several times, you know, bad things happened to Joseph, but he constantly stayed focused on God. He did everything he could, you know. And, and when his brothers came back and he was, you know, king or whatever, he... You know, showed mercy and loved them and, you know, gave them, you know, he just showed mercy on them. And that was something my dad showed me I needed to do. Because not once did I hear my dad talk bad about these four men, even though they talked, you know, trash about our family. But I just needed to show mercy, and it's still really, really hard, but... uh, You know, constantly having to, it's a daily, Mm -hmm. daily struggle for me. I daily have to surrender everything to God and just give Him everything. And something else my dad taught me was that, you know, Christians can be some of the most amazing people. And then some Christians can be the most evil people. But we can't let those few bad Christians, uh, we can't let them... uh, we can't let them be the reason why we turn away from God because there's so many other amazing Christians out there that will help you. And Anyway, but, uh, I don't know, just being here and uh, it's like coming back to MHB, nobody would let me, like, be mad. I couldn't stay mad at God. I couldn't stay mad at anyone because God just surrounded me with a great group of friends, a great church, and I don't know, I've just been really encouraged and really challenged, so... I don't know that's how I kind of refocused on God Uh,
3: it was really hard trying to fight off the temptations of the flesh by myself Uh, so whenever I started coming back to church in the 11th grade like I really started praying hard that God would like help me through and he did and I mean of course the temptation is still there but he is always there to help me out a bit Uh, I knew that that is not the path that he wanted me on because about 11th grade uh, all my friends started to drink and stuff and do drugs not all of them but most of them and and he just made it very clear that that was not the path that I was supposed to go on. So, I mean, he convicted me in multiple ways, and then I finally started following him more. But it wasn't like a pursuit. It was just, okay, you know, I'll start becoming good and everything. And then uh, the end of my senior year, like I really started to surround myself with a bunch of strong Christians, and that really helps with my pursuit and everything and uh i'm I'm just blessed that those people were in my life and were pushing me to pursue Christ, not just live a good life and then college has definitely provided more of an influence uh because there's so many great guys up there that I've just surrounded myself with. And it's so important that you surround yourself with strong Christians because it is so hard to do everything on your own. Uh, But about 11th grade, I really decided to start following after Christ and live a non-wasted life, live the life that he wanted me to have.
1: You guys have touched on this a little bit in your earlier statements, but you can expound a little bit more. Uh, last question: What's the most difficult thing you've ever had to go through, and what did God teach you about Himself through it?
0: Yeah. Uh, usually, our in the past, I would have said because my both of my grandparents they died uh, when I was a junior. They, I mean, I think he. He died like in, uh, I don't know if it was November, then like a couple months after my grandma died, and that was really tough for me. But I don't, that wasn't the toughest uh, looking uh, right now. That's not the toughest thing I've dealt with. It's more, I think, just uh, what I was talking about, just fear. That's, that's the toughest thing is uh, just dealing with this fear that's eating me up and just I don't know if we realize it I mean I didn't but you know fear is a sin we think I mean there's le- there's legitimate fears like you know fear of snakes or whatever but fear I mean God the opposite of fear is faith and and God doesn't I mean I, th- you know, I used to think that uh, you know some fear is okay it's okay to be afraid and all this other stuff I mean you're, we're going to be afraid sometime. we're going to have worries I mean, we're human. But God is there for us, and He's not... He's there with us the whole way. And just like J.K. was saying, you know, we have brothers and sisters uh, in Christ that can help us with it. And that probably would be the toughest thing, which would just be going through high school and that fear. And, of course, whatever y'all are dealing with, whatever it is, just know that... uh, that uh, you know, God's there the time, and whatever your past is, if you think it's the devil, always try to remind you of your past and say, "Oh yeah, you're not you're not going to amount to nothing" or whatever. But know that that's a lie, you know, and he'll just keep on feeding you lies. But you have to. Uh, that's why God's word is you need scripture to you know to remind you and tell you that you know the truth, and that and just the truth will uh, set you free. So.
2: Uh, the hardest thing I went through was definitely the church thing um, because that was just hard because our whole family had put so much into that church and, uh, I don't know, just, like, invested in a lot of families' lives. Well, we tried. And then, you know, for all of them to, like, go and backstab us and, I don't know, just talk bad about us. I mean, it was really hard. So, um, especially with me out by myself here at school, I was just like... Well, what do I do is I didn't wanna I didn't really want to go to church anymore. I was like, Well, that sucks But um I don't know. One of my really good friends, Audrey, I don't know if a lot I know a couple of girls here know her, but uh she knew that something was going on but she wouldn't Um, She didn't really want to know, like, details. She just wanted to know that she was praying for me and that she wanted me to come to church with her. And so I came here with her and uh, talked to Dave a little about stuff and, you know, got involved here. And then, uh, you know, I started getting a lot more... Uh, surrounded myself with, you know, some really good friends that encouraged me. And, uh, like I was doing good while I was here, but then I'd go home and I was just angry because I was constantly surrounded by the memories. And, uh, you know, my mom was always just very angry and somehow I found out that I was just, like, the only one encouraging and, like, positive in the family besides my dad. But my mom was just angry at him, uh, just thought everything went down, even though it wasn't his fault. She just wanted to be angry at someone. So, uh, I kind of had to be the counselor to my mom and dad one weekend, and that was definitely the hardest thing I've ever had to do, was to fight to keep my mom from walking out of the house. So I had to talk to my dad separately. I had to talk to my mom separately, and that was just definitely one of the hardest things. But somehow, like, all of us have gone through that, and um, I don't know, I just... I can't think enough of how God has, you know, forgiven me of all my sins, and He loves everyone else, even though, like, some people just, I don't think they deserve it. But, I mean, we all don't deserve it, but He still loves us, and He still died for every single one of us. So, I don't know, it's just something I've really had to, like, learn and deal with. And, I don't know, I've just, it's definitely been a struggle, but I've definitely grown a lot, I think. And, I don't know, I just... I've given everything to God and I mean it's a daily struggle but I mean God can do anything I believe
3: I think the hardest time was definitely that period in high school Uh, I mean I was very 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 judgmental Uh, and there was no reason why I should have been like I was worse than everyone else Uh, but complete dependence on God has definitely helped me become victorious over temptation and other stuff like that. It I mean, it is very important. Uh, and back to my comfort of everything being the same. The summer before I went off to college, everything was going awesome. And I built I had built up all these really great relationships And then, with all these people back home. And then, I went to college. And I go to Oklahoma State. And it was just hard to continue to talk to these people. And, uh, I mean, I didn't really think it was the same to talk to them or whatever. Uh, Because it wasn't that, like, personal conversation. But... Those first couple weeks, I was definitely stressed. Because I know no one there Other than my cousins Uh But God has definitely blessed me With So many awesome people up there And down here That I will always have someone to talk to About whatever I need to Um And He's just shown me that there are people That are always there to help you And that's Part of being the body of Christ Uh but complete dependence on God will get you through anything you have
1: in this life thank you guys one more thing one more one thing, thing. <laughs> do it don't clap, don't clap
0: <laughs> uh, this is a verse that I uh, really like uh, it's 2 Timothy 1 7 it's for God did not give us a spirit of timidity but a spirit of power of love and self-discipline I uh, that's it's pretty awesome I think
1: just you know
0: that you know we're not getting the spirit of being you know timidity or fear but
1: of power and it just comes from God so thanks Ryan now you can clap thank you yeah turn that off just for a minute um the uh major is while we're doing these uh, testimonies I want you guys to, to see transparency from us as leaders and and uh and I know that um, you probably walk in here and think that uh, most of us, at least as leaders, that we know what we're doing spiritually. We don't have a clue what we're doing spiritually most of the time. We, we feel like we have doubts, we have fears, we have the same things that you guys struggle with, even at your age, uh, we still struggle with. And we're, we're walking on a journey... We might be a few years ahead of you in some regard, but we still have the same issues, the same fears. And so what I want you guys to get from this is that whatever you're dealing with um, in your situation, um, whether it be the kind of fear that Ryan's talking about, whether it be uh, you know the sins of the flesh that J.K. talked about, or whether it be just really doubting the church and um, seeing how messy the church can be like Heather talked about, whatever you struggle with that... Um, that we are here for you we want to walk with you through those things because I think one of the biggest mistakes you can make when you're in high school is to think that you're the only one to think that you're the only one who has these thoughts has these fears has these doubts and you walk through by yourself and eventually you can end up abandoning your faith because of those fears when all along we want to say to you look we're here for you we are here for you to help you walk through those uh, those treacherous waters, and um, and so I really want you to, to keep that in mind as we go through uh, the next couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to have um, Jessica share next week. She's at the back there, and uh, she's going to share along with uh, John Ermis and Zach Rigosa, one of our other interns, who's actually in San, Anto- San Antonio for the summer. He'll be here just for next next uh, Sunday morning Um, and so uh, I'm excited about that hope you are too and uh, let me go ahead and pray for us and you'll be dismissed let's pray God thank you so much for the stories you've heard this morning thank you for uh, just once again hearing how um, you give us victory over sins you give us victory over fear you give us victory over um, even seeing how uh, messy the church is and, God, we know that in spite of the, the mess of our lives, you are at work. We know that you're at work because you tell us that you're at work. And we can sense your Holy Spirit at work in us. Uh, God, I also pray that um, you'd help each person that's in this room, if they're struggling in these ways, uh, that you'd help them to be honest about the struggle, uh, first of all to you, but also uh, to us. I pray that it would be something that they can, they can talk about here in the church, they can work through it here in the church uh, before they head off to college and before their faith uh, completely flat lines. I pray that you would um, just give us uh, just an amazing week. I pray that Wednesday night we'd, we'd be able to really bond as a group, as a family, and just help us to uh, to glorify uh, your name this week as well. I pray, bless your name. Amen. We love you guys. Thanks so much for coming. We'll see you on Wednesday, eight o'clock.